the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. Welcome to Always Right with Bob France on AM 1420, The Answer. Hour number two is now underway. Seven minutes past 10 o'clock. Thanks for being with us. I've got four hours to go, to be honest with you, though. This hour and then three more for Dennis Prager today. Of course, you've got Charlie Kirk here live at noon on AM 1420, The Answer. But I will be on DennisPrager.com and on the Salem uh, News app. So if you want to listen to the entirety of that show from noon to three, I'll be telling uh, Ryan's story. It's an amazing story. Uh, it was just, again, handed to me yesterday by our producer, Johnny. And uh, we were able to, to put uh, Ryan on. And I want to support him. If you look... Everybody's got their hand out right now, right? It's election season, midterm election. Your candidates want money. There are charities that want money. There are all kinds of causes. And most of us don't have money to give because of what Joe Brandon is doing to us uh, with uh, with the cost of gas and with the cost of everything with 40-year high inflation. 40 years, 40 years. What were you doing 40 years ago? What are you doing? I was in high school, uh, very early, well, eighth grade or freshman year, I guess it would be, 40 years ago. What were you doing? That's how long. Think about everything that has transpired for you in the last 40 years, four decades. That's how long it has been since we have seen inflation at this rate, hurting American citizens in unimaginable ways. And forget about the gas cost. That doesn't go back just 40 years. This is the highest in American history since the invention of the internal combustion engine and gasoline-powered automobiles. It has never been this high, and it's on its way to, well, well, well more than what it is right now. So at any rate, my point to that is, uh, to that is you know, the, the Brandon administration has made things hard for all of us, and we don't have a lot of money left. But if you've got a dollar or two that you're going to give to somebody else, give it to Ryan to fight for free speech. This is a fight that I promise you we're going to support at Citizens for Free Speech. CFFS, you know that's the nonprofit that I am the National Communications Director for, and I am the Ohio Chapter Director of um, Citizens for Free Speech. This is the fight we fight And we are going to do everything we can to raise awareness and generate funds and activism on behalf of Ryan Salo because free speech is being crushed in this country. Look, just look to the north of our border. Um, We saw free speech and expression on display in Canada by way of the Freedom Convoy, as they called it, all around Ottawa, demanding an end to these massive mandates that were crippling the livelihoods of so many Canadians. And they fought. And what happened to that free speech? It was stamped out 
with the heel of a boot. The wearer was the Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. It was reminiscent of 1984 when O'Brien told Winston Smith, if you want a vision of the future, picture a boot heel stomping on a human face again and again and again. That's what happened. They stomped on liberty in Canada. They jailed Pastor Arthur Pawlowski. You remember that guy, right? Ouch! 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 Immediately out! Don't, I don't want to talk to you. Not a word. I don't care what you have to say. Ouch! They jailed him for being outside and praying for the truckers, praying for the convoy. Free speech was crushed. Here in the United States, it is not much better if it is better at all. It is under such extraordinary attack. Now, most of the time, what we have been talking about has been online. Conservative thoughts are censored and blocked and deemed to be misinformation and thus dangerous by the uh, left-wing oligarchs, and I'll call them that, uh, in Silicon Valley, who run the information age. We live in an information age. And the keepers of the key are in Silicon Valley because so much of the information is shared online through social media or other websites, and they block everything they can. Remember what they did to President Trump. Remember what they did to Parler. So so what they've done to, to censor conservative thought online is extraordinary and very, very dangerous. But now it's creeping away from online to in your lives. I've given you two examples this morning. One is, is Ryan Salo and his experience on JetBlue. Another is the man in Alabama who got a personalized license plate that was approved until somebody said, I'm offended, and they said, okay, it's revoked, even though there was no offensive language in it. Um, and, and, you know, the other one, of course, is the, uh, the demand for vaccine passports that has, been, that has been greenlit now in 20, as of last week when I told you the story, 21 states, I think, and five more were considering it. Vaccine passports that you would have to show just to get into places, like restaurants, Free speech, free uh, medical freedom, uh, free expression. I mean, all of these things, there are so many countless examples of it happening uh, right now all around us where we can't live our lives freely anymore in our real lives. And so what Ryan is doing here with his attorney and uh, making literally a federal case out of this, I think is heroic. And while we don't have any money to give, if you've got a dollar to give, I mean it, literally. If every listener here gave a dollar or five dollars, it's going to go a long way toward being him being able to file this suit and battle the airline, and battle TSA, and battle the rights for the rights of American citizens to express themselves, particularly if their political points of view are right of center. So his uh, defense fund again is at LGB, which is Let's Go Brandon LGBAirDefense.com. If you've got a buck or two, I'm going to do it as soon as they get off the air. Swear to God, I'm going to do it as soon as I get off the air, before I start the Prager show. I will get online and I will donate some money to this man because the cause is that important. All right. Um, we uh, have an opportunity now at 216-901-0945, I've got a guest coming up at 1035, but let's take your calls now. Brian in Cleveland on AM 1420, The Answer. Hi, Brian. Go ahead, sir. Hey, Bob. Real quick, the mask that I don't ever wear, it says this mask is as useless as my governor. But anyhow, and it's accurate. <laughs> right? So anyway, like I told your screener, the buffoon that's occupying the 18-acre complex on Pennsylvania Avenue is going to go in and shut off the, the spigot to the Russian oil without turning on the spigot to our oil, which is driving pump prices out of this world. So, But at the same time, he's going to point his finger like old man Joe 
to the energy companies and say, don't you dare gouge the prices on these people because I'm an idiot. But at the same time, how come nobody's talking about the fact that the UAE and Saudi Arabia and Venezuela, they're not even taking this dude's phone calls, man. Yeah, well, the fact that he's making the fact that he's making phone calls to Venezuela to to a dictator who has who has you know contributed to the destruction along with his predecessor Chavez, but Maduro with with uh, you know what they have done to that that uh, the people of Venezuela is just it's extraordinary that he has to make those phone calls. Yeah, much less the fact that they won't even take his calls and help him out. Um, it's, I mean, look, look, Brian, he, the the the. I don't know which is worse here, the stupidity or the hypocrisy. The stupidity comes from the fact that his reason for not um, expanding and maximizing domestic production of energy is because of the damage that it does to the planet. we got to get rid of fossil fuels because of climate change. He thinks that if you drill on another continent then it doesn't harm the planet as much as it does if you drill on this continent. That's the stupidity. And then, the, the yeah, hold on, you can't, you can't after I finish the other part, which is the hypocrisy. Yep. And the hypocrisy is that the people that he wants to buy oil from uh, are, are the worst human rights abusers in the world, literally. Uh, he claims to be all about um, BLM and all about you know the movement for equity and you know DIE diversity inclusion and equity and everything else here in the United States, but he allows people to be oppressed to the point of torture and murder around the world, and then buys energy and goods from them as if there's no big deal there. So it's the stupidity and the hypocrisy combined from the Brandon administration that just really galls me. Go ahead, finish your thought there, Brian. Uh, we had uh, some neighbors that are actually entertaining the thought of uh, getting a Tesla because, actually, I mean, they are really cool cars. They However, the, the, the one they're looking at is like sixty-three grand. Okay, whatever, they can afford it. Well, in order to get the power cap put in their house, that's like another $17,000 to have an electrical contractor come out to their house, pull the permit, and do everything like that to put a charging station on the front of their garage so they can plug that stupid thing in. Wow. that Now, that's an extraordinary number. I will tell you this. My father-in-law has an electric car. He got it about 10 years ago. It's a Nissan Leaf. It was one of like the earliest ones. Not because yeah. he's a climate Not because he's a climate nut. He's a conservative Republican. He just loves the tech. He's an engineer by trade, and he loves the tech of electric cars, so he's been all about it from the, from the tech standpoint. He just thinks it's cool. Um, and he, has the, uh, he had the 220 outlet put into his garage. He parks that car in the garage, uh, and I didn't think it was that much. Maybe Teslas are different or maybe the fact that it has to retrofit on the outside of the garage maybe has something to do with it but I, and I think it has to do with the fact that they have a slab and they're not you know you're not able to run the cable through the basement okay. or anything okay. like that so they actually have to excavate that would be an impact, yeah. That could certainly be see. But the point being, maybe not everybody's in that situation, but here's the point. Everybody is in a different situation. And for Pete Buttigieg, just to tell all of us, regardless of where you live, what your infrastructure in your home is, whether you have a basement, whether you have a slab, all the things you're talking about is, he want, his answer to high gas prices is buy a fifty, sixty thousand dollars electric car and spend thousands getting it, uh, you know, being able to charge it at your home. And that's something nobody is talking about. You're always spot on, man. I love talking to you, Bob. Have a well, great th- day. Thank you, Brian. No, you were spot on. You brought the call. Thank you. Uh, you made great points, too. And your friend who's thinking about getting the Tesla, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to tell anybody not to. In fact, I've been asking uh, earlier this week on both shows earlier this week, you know, what's your break point? At what point will you say, okay, Mayor Pete, or okay, Secretary Pete, uh, you got me. I can't afford $9 a gallon. 
I'll I'll pay the uh, the monthly fee now to to buy or lease a, a Tesla or another electric car. I'll pay uh, for the cost of of you know outfitting my house with the ability to charge that thing. Uh, you got me. At what point will you say, okay, I'll buy one? I I just can't do it. I can't do it. It's almost now a matter of principle. Almost. It's almost a matter of, look, I, I, I refuse to be strong-armed into doing this because we know that the gas prices do not have to be this high. We know that fossil fuels are as renewable as any wind or solar pipe dreams that they could ever have. Because we have over 300, 300 years worth of oil that has already been explored living beneath the, the, earth, the Earth's surface. Over 300 years, this country has only been around for 250. We've got another 300 years worth, and more oil is seeping from beneath the ocean floor, from the bedrock, to, every day. It's as renewable as it comes, and the best part is we have to use all of it if we even want to use any of the, the solar or wind stuff. How do you think those plants are powered with fossil fuels? How do you think an electrical grid is going to be expanded and, and substations? Because those things cannot be done without fossil fuels. The idiocy, the idiocy of the American left when it comes to this and just accepting these gas prices or buying um, electric cars, it's, it's, it's mind-boggling. You don't have to be forced into that. You don't have to be strong-armed. It can be done where we just lower the cost the way we did, by the way, uh, during the Trump administration. Uh, let's go to Bob and Chardon. Hey, Bob, you're on the air. Go ahead, sir. Hello, Robert. Can you hear me? Right, do we pop in? Right, Bob, I don't know if you can hear me. Yeah, I think we dropped him. All right, we lost that call. Mar- hey, Mario the Barber. Mario in Geauga County. How are you, my friend? Bob, I'm doing fantastic. Other than the hurt I'm having at the gas pumps, like every other red-blooded American today. Yes, sir. Uh, it's just ridiculous, Bob. You know, a year ago we were at a dollar eighty-seven. Today we're at four dollars and twelve cents a gallon. Tomorrow it's going to be six, seven dollars a gallon. Who in the heck knows? You know, we don't need Russian oil. We don't need Venezuelan oil. We certainly don't need Iranian oil. Open up our pipelines. Dig the damn oil out of our own country. Be in, in energy independent. This is absolutely nuts. Well, you know what's really you know you know what's really amazing about it is it used to be just me and you and Sarah Palin who said drill baby drill. Now it's even Democrats who are watching Biden butcher this entire thing. Democrats are saying we need to maximize domestic oil production, drill baby drill. Even his own party now. I'd really like to know what they think when they pull up to a pump and realize what the hell they did last November. It just it's mind-boggling. Bob, I want to thank you for everything you do with uh, Citizens for Free Speech. That is an outstanding, outstanding organization. And, you know, we're having our Lincoln Day dinner on Saturday at the Levera Party Center. i got 16 seats left. Um, if, your, if your listeners want to call me at 216-520-1977, those 16 seats, if we sell them out this hour, I will donate all that money to your organization. Oh, That's my gosh. Are you serious? Yes, sir. They're $50 wow. a seat. Those 16 seats get sold this hour. It's all going to you. 
that That's that would I'm be saying. amazing. That would be an amazing gesture. Uh, and I pray. And by the way, you know, I would be there Saturday if I wasn't emceeing yep. at the Bringing America Back to Life conference on Saturday. Uh, uh, you have stepped up every time I've ever asked you to, and you're a gentleman and a statesman. And I appreciate everything you do for Northeast Ohio. The folks that are listening on, on eleven hundred in the afternoon drive, they're nuts. They got to switch. They got to come back over here now. Well, I'll tell you what, I, I really appreciate the support. Mario, give me that number again so I can repeat it a few times so that we can hopefully make that happen and sell that out. My number is 216-520-1977, or they can go right online and buy them between now and, say, 4 o'clock this afternoon if we sell out. What's, what's, what, what's the website again? HTTPS colon backslash backslash site. Same as always is. That's the only part I think we need is the Giaga.square. No, I'm sorry, Giaga CC. Do it again. Giaga. Giaga CCC.square.site. Giaga CCC.square.site. Got it. Mario, I appreciate it. God bless you, my friend. Have a great event on Saturday, and thank you for this generous offer. All right. No problem at all, Bob. Anything I can do for you, sir. Thank you, Mario. Mario Mario puts on a phenomenal event every time he holds one of these tremendous political events, uh, Republican-slash-conservative events. I've been uh, honored to speak at several of them, and I would have I would be there this Saturday, too, again, but I will be at the uh, uh, Bringing America Back to Life conference Friday and Saturday. So, you heard him. Sixteen seats remain. If you were thinking about going, now is the time to make that decision and go, uh, because your uh, ticket cost will be donated back to Citizens for Free Speech as we fight to defend people like Ryan Salo and the story we told you last half hour. 216-520-1977 is the number to call to order those tickets, or go to giagaccc.square, I think it was .square.com. Or .site.square.com. I'll figure it out, I promise. I may have written it down wrong, but I'll tell you after this. AM 1420, The Answer. Welcome back to Always Right with Bob France on AM 1420, The Answer. Yeah, there's no .com in that. That's why I messed it up. My apologies. <clears throat> that uh, website to get those tickets is um, actually... Giagaccc.square.site. S-I-T-E. Okay? Giagaccc.square.site. S-I-T-E. That's how you do it. And the other way, of course, as I said, is just make the phone call. Call Mario directly at 216-520-1977. The Northeast Ohio Conservative Club Lincoln Day Dinner, uh, or the Jaga Conservative Club Lincoln Day Dinner, is Saturday. And uh, it's at the Lavera Party Center in Willoughby Hills. I've been there before. It's a fantastic event. Jim Renacy's going to be there. Joe Knopp's going to be there. Mike Gibbons going to be there. Uh, it's going to be a great event. I would have been speaking, but like I said, I'm uh, committed to the uh, Right to Life Conference in uh, in Independence on Friday and Saturday. So I hope you can do that and uh, sell it out. He's got 16 tickets left and help citizens for, for free speech help fight for all of us. Okay, Chuck is in Cleveland next. Hello, Chuck. You're on the air. Go ahead, sir. Hey, Bob, um, I have a question for you. Okay. Just, is is the president's motorcade electric? How about his three <laughs> Marine Corps helicopters? Are those electric? How about his two airplanes? Are those electric? No. When was the last time he bought a gallon of gasoline? 41 and a half years ago? <laughs> Thanks for taking my call, Bob. Thank you for making that call. That is outstanding. <laughs> 
Oh, I got cut short there. I don't know why. Uh, that's outstanding. That's a great point. I, I wouldn't even ask him, you know, to see if they have made electric batteries big enough to power jets instead of uh, hundreds and thousands of gallons of jet fuel. Um, I, I'll, I'll stay away from that part yet because that's a tech issue that's still to come, I guess. Let's just stick with the cars because that's what they're telling all of us to do. Are the vehicles in Joe Biden's motorcade, the, the, the limo that he rides in and all of those that are you know occupied, occupied by Secret Service and family and guests and so on and so forth, if every one of those vehicles is not an EV, then again, we just have another example of the blatant hypocrisy of this buffoon. I never considered it. That's what I love about talking to smart audiences. Because sometimes you offer stuff that I can't even think of. And that was excellent. Thank you. Where are you, Brandon? Let's hear it. Is your motorcade, are the vehicles in your motorcade EVs? If not, go pound sand, you giant flaming bag of hypocrisy, you. Dan in uh, Brexville next. Hi, Dan. Go ahead, sir. Hey, congrats on the uh, third hour, Bob. Thank you very much. Looking forward uh, to it. Using Pete Buttigieg's logic, he actually single-handedly solved the homeless crisis. Just, uh, just go out and tell them to buy a home. <laughs> Another gem. You guys are on fire oh, today. Thank you. Appreciate it. You <laughs> I'll give it to you. It. <laughs> well, I mean, think about it. What he's saying is is is, is accurate. You know, well, if you can't afford gasoline, go buy an electric vehicle. Well, if you can't uh, afford being homeless, go buy a house. Okay, yeah, that makes it better. Oh my lord. Uh, let's go back to Bob and Chardon. We dropped him before, but let's get him on now before the bottom of the hour. Hello, Bob. Go ahead, sir. Hey, Bob. Hey, congrats on the uh, third hour. You're Thank doing you. a great job. Thank you. Listen, to help out Brian, is there any way you can kill T? Hey, Bob, your phone is glitching out there. You you were cut out. Say that again, please. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, is there any way that uh, you can help out Ryan even more by marketing a product within one of your organizations. Let's say like a a blue-colored T-shirt with white letters that say LGB and then red letters that say FJB. I like that. outline of a jet. Yeah, I like that. On the front of the back. (laughs) And everybody that buys one should probably wear it at any airport they want to go to. I think that's smart. That's a great way to do it. I'll tell you what, you guys, are. thank you for the call, Bob. Yeah, thank you. I got a jet here. Oh, no pun intended. <laughs> Lord, they're just flying all over the place right now. Not the jets, but the one-liners and the ideas. You guys are on fire today. I love it. Uh, thanks so much for the call. I'm going to take a time out here. Yeah, the FJB with a jet instead of, you know, uh, you know but with the, uh, with the L, uh, uh, LGB, let's go Brandon, uh, outline. I love that. What are they going to say? You're saying uh, you fly jet blue. That's all you're saying. And what are they going to say after that? Good stuff. Let's take a time out. Let's get news. On the other side, we're going to calm down the hilarity. And I think sometimes all we can do is laugh, by the way, at some of the pain that we're dealing with with respect to high gas prices and, and inflation. But there's a different kind of pain that we have all you know, encountered in some way, shape, or form in our lives with family members or friends. And, of course, we're talking about uh, people who just see no way out, and they end up making the ultimate decision to take their own lives. The number of suicide attempts and the number of suicide suicides themselves over the last two years have skyrocketed since people were on lockdown, forced out of their jobs, and all kinds of other terrible things. We're going to talk about that with um, with an author, a poet, 
who probably didn't even know she was a poet uh, until something tragic um, uh, befell her family. Uh, now she wants to shine a light on this and try to hope, hopefully provide some inspiration for other people. I'm going to give her a chance to do that. Uh, coming up next on AM 1420, The Answer. With Bob France on AM 1420, The Answer. Okay, 1037, i got 23 minutes of Outstanding Awesome left for you in this broadcast. A few people have called to congratulate me on the third hour, so if you missed that announcement at the beginning of the show, our show expands from 9 to 11 to 9 to noon, starting on Monday, this coming Monday the 14th. And so grateful to our sponsors who are making that happen, uh, the Floor King and Keeping Medicare Simple. Uh, we got a pair of kings there, the Floor King and Mark King, and they are uh, dealing us a great hand, if I can be as cheesy as that. Uh, it's a great thing. It starts on Monday, 9 until noon. We'll give a little bit of time to Bill O'Reilly at the end of that 11 o'clock hour, but I'll tell you what, I'm very excited about expanding the show and having more opportunities to educate, inform, and entertain. Uh, 9 to noon, starting on Monday. So that's what people are referring to, if you have been listening and wondering about that third hour. All right. Um, I hold in my hands a book. Um, it's called, by all means, Just Say It, a collection of thought-provoking poetry that speaks to the silence that needs to be heard. What does that mean? Well, you probably can tell already if you heard the uh, end of the last half hour. Um, we're talking about suicide, and this book was written by somebody that uh, I'm, I'm, I'm rather familiar with, um, Lori Best Yeager. Uh, we went to high school together. We weren't close in high school. Uh, her husband, Paul Yeager, was one of my teammates, however, on our state championship teams uh, uh, in high school, seemingly a lifetime ago. Well, Lori has written this book not out of uh, a desire for profit or because she suddenly decided she was a poet. She was touched by something that happened to her family and happened very, very specifically to her. Uh, and that is what inspired this book, and she wants to inspire others through it. So let's bring Lori Best Yeager to the program on AM 1420, The Answer. Lori, thank you so much for joining us this morning. How are you? Oh, good morning, Bob. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on this morning. Well, thank um, you for sharing your book with me. Um, it, is, uh, it, is, it is extremely touching. It is very moving, and it is very heartwarming. And better yet, your intention for writing it is is simply inspirational. Lori, as I said to you off the air, um, I'm going to let you tell as much or as little of your personal story and what happened with your family and what happened to your brother uh, as you would like before we start talking about what made you decide that this book need to be written, needed to be written. Oh, thank you, thank you, Bob. Yeah, I, I, um, well, I, I will start easily by just saying, um, you know, growing up, I was extremely fortunate to be in a loving home, uh, one of six siblings. And I was even more blessed to be a triplet. And my identical brothers, Tim and Dan and myself, have and share a bond that, unless you are a twin or a triplet, you would never understand the unique or how extremely special that bond is. And, uh, Bob, unfortunately, on November 1st of 2018, which was less than 40 days away from our 50th birthday uh, that we were getting together to celebrate, 
I received a call from my one triplet brother, Tim, that changed my life and put a curve in the road that I had been traveling that I was not expecting. Um, our triplet brother, Dan, uh, Dan Best, passed away death by suicide. And I know it sounds cliche, but we were extremely blindsided. Truly, we had no idea of the pain he had been suffering. Dan, anybody who knew him, he was just fun, outgoing, loving. Um, and everybody who did know him wanted to be around him because he always just had a way of making people feel special and important, regardless of who they were. And even more importantly, um, he was extremely successful. Um, you know, he was just a local guy from Bay Village, Ohio, um, who then got chosen by the then Secretary of State, Secretary of Health of Human Services, to join his staff, which is pretty big. And his job was to lower the drug prices for the country. So when he passed away, death by suicide, on November 1st, it was just so hard to comprehend what just had happened and, more importantly, the why. You know, I thought to myself, as, as silent as his thoughts were, they, they must have been louder than life in his head. It just saddened me to think that he was fighting a battle that none of us really knew existed. And I couldn't sleep. I, I, I just kept thinking, why? You know, why? So many people are struggling. And, and why silently? Why, why alone? And um, to be honest with you, I, I couldn't sleep. My thoughts raced. And I even, at the time, it's funny, but it's not funny. Um, I asked my primary care doctor for sleep meds because I um, couldn't sleep. And I, ironically, I was allergic to them. So I finally asked God at 2 a.m. in the morning what he wanted from me. Uh, I knew I was awake for a reason. And these continued ideas and thoughts that were in my head weren't going away. So I just knew God wanted me to do something about it. So I made the decision to befriend it, to sleep this night, and the story continues from there that I just wrote and wrote and wrote. And I will continue to follow the lead that God led me to. Lori, let me, um, let me jump in a little bit here. Um, first Absolutely. of all, thank you for sharing that. Um, we're talking with Lori Best Yeager, and again, uh, just full disclosure, she, disclosure, she's a friend. Her husband uh, is a friend. Um, but I'm bringing her, on, bringing her on not out of friendship, but out of, I think, obligation. I think there's an obligation for us to share things that can help other people when they are brought to us, and that's what this book is. Before we get into some about the book, just want to clarify what you said. Dan had a great life going. Uh, he worked for President Trump, as you pointed out, as the nation's drugs are. Uh, he was, yeah. he was, you know, happy and outgoing and gregarious. And suddenly this happens. And as you say, you're left to wonder why did he leave? And I hate to be personal and you don't have to read it, of course, but did he leave anything in writing that explained what happened to him? Unfortunately, no. Okay. So that I think was the hardest thing was, you know, you, you, we always want to know the why. Mm -hmm. And that, that was never going to be an option because I would never get to ask him. So there was no message uh, letter, and so I, I, I just knew that I had a, a choice to make that was I going to let this control me or I was going to control it. Mm -hmm. And the why will eventually be known when 
when my soul is able to be up there with him. But for now, I'm, I, I know there's a purpose for me, and, and that is to help other people and to not become a victim of it, but to speak about it because there's so many people that are struggling. Lori, I want to take that element of this and move it into the book because the why that you're talking about is something you wish you knew before he made the decision to do it, but it's something that was not said. Not only did he not say it, as you pointed out, he didn't even write it before he, he made the decision to take his own life. And that, I guess, is what leads to the title of this book of poetry that you wrote. By all means, say it. Whatever your pain is, Whatever your concern is, whatever your issue is, whatever it is that you're going through that may have you even thinking thoughts like these, for God's sake, literally, and I don't say that to be blasphemous, but for God's sake, for the sake of our Lord, say it. Tell somebody, because that's how you change the outcome, the ultimate outcome of this. And that's, I'm guessing, is what the title of the book means. Absolutely. Absolutely. We all have struggles. There's not one person, mental health, knows no bias. It, it doesn't matter your gender, your race, your age. Everybody is struggling from something. And so why are we so down or, or judgmental of others? Because, you know, maybe my bag that I'm holding with my stuff in it isn't the same as yours, but we're both holding a bag, if that makes sense. It does. You know, like, Yeah. None of us knows what the other, even, even you know, I, I can't imagine, you said this correctly at the beginning, unless you're a triplet, you can't understand the bond. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I cannot know what it was like for you, uh, you know, to lose one of your, your, your triplet siblings. Um, but you, you, as close as you were, you didn't know what was going on inside of his head. His life is different than your life. His bag, as you say, is different than yours and everybody else's. And you don't know that it's getting as bad as it is to deal with it, or the bag is getting heavier, if you want to continue that metaphor, uh, over and over and over again uh, and, until something like this happens, unless someone says something. And that's what you're encouraging and, and begging people who are carrying a load themselves that they just cannot handle uh, is, is to just talk about it. Uh, Lori, your, your husband, Paul, told me that, this book was how you managed your grief. You managed your grief by writing this book of poetry. You, you described it yourself as you're awake at night and, and, and God is speaking to you and, and you need to do something. And this is what the, the result was. Had you ever considered writing before this? Did you ever have any uh, creative writing classes at EC or any, any, you know, any, uh, any poetry in college or any of those kind of things? No, no. I, I do have to say though, um, especially for, I think, my mom who's listening. My dad, my, my father, was um, he was a literary uh, major, and so he he loved to write, but I, I was not actually a criminal justice major, which is pretty funny. Um, but I, I can't explain it. It was just things would just come to my head, and it was like if I didn't write it down, and this is where I know God was leading it, um, it wouldn't go away. And so it was like, God, Danny saying, please write this down. Like, this is going to be important someday. And it, and it was a three-year process. I, I told me, showed me how to do this. I, I, I self-published. I did everything on my own. But it was all God-led. I just followed him. Well, you answered one of my questions already, which is how long did this, did this take you? So for three years, you were just writing down thoughts as they occurred to you that needed to be written and needed to be included in this book. The subtitle for those who are asking, and we'll tell you how to get this book in a minute, but it's entitled 
Uh, by all means, just say it. The subtitle is a collection of thought-provoking poetry that speaks to the silence that needs to be heard. And that is, of course, as we discussed, what you just didn't know. You didn't know what Dan was going through in his own silence, and no. you wish that you had. Um, tell me what kind of reaction you've gotten since you published this. Oh, wow. Um, it's it's amazing. I've gotten from simple simple people like myself um, to CEOs of, of companies that have bought in the book, read the book, and have texted me, emailed me, called me, and said, you have no idea, I, I had been struggling with alcohol, and I lost my job. CEOs, and your book enlightened me to be able to speak about it, to talk about it, to get help. Um, one, one thing I, I did want to say, Bob, about the three years, because it's really important to me, is sure. I had no... I had, I had no um, control over this, but it was beautiful because the day that the book got published, which was actually the date that it went into print, was exactly to the day, three years, that Dan passed away. Oh, my goodness. And, yeah, it's, it's yeah. So I, I, but I'm sorry to that in there, but it's just very... No, that's, uh, that's powerful, and I think it kind of speaks to the, you know, to the nature of what you did, and it was God-led. I'm sure that was not accidental. Um, Laura, I did. We don't have a ton of time left, but I just want to ask you. You know, as I read through this book, and I'm just going to read a couple of the titles here to ask this question. You know, you have things like estranged, you have uh, battles, um, you have addiction, um, you have habits, you, 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 captivity. There are a lot of negative titles to some of these poems that might make one think that this is all going to be a big downer. Um, but then you have titles like beauty, where where you talk about um, what 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 beauty there is in the world and what beauty there is in all of our lives that can help us put things back together. Uh, measured love, overcome is another title uh, in the in the uh, chapter moved by by faith, pride. So it's not just you know a whole bunch of glum thoughts about people who have decided to take their own lives. It is about mm-hmm. the things that whatever whatever seriously difficult things you are going through, you need to say, and then look at the beautiful side. Look at the other things that, that are there that can help uplift you, and that's the inspiration part, if I'm reading it right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what led me to creating um, The Hope for Best, which, you know, my maiden name is Best, Dan's last name is Best, and I, I wanted his name in it. And The Hope for Best, um, is actually an acronym, the best is, for be the end of silent thought. And that's just it, is that there is hope. There is hope. Um, we just sometimes, our pain um, doesn't let us see it, or it blocks its view. And so that's why I wanted to write this, that, yes, there is pain, and there's some things that maybe we're struggling with that we're afraid to talk about, but it's okay to talk about it, and there is hope. That acronym had to be God-inspired as well. That is perfect. Totally. I mean, yes. It really is. B-E-S-T. Again, Lori's name is with Be the end to silent thoughts. And it is those silent thoughts, of course, that need to be spoken in order to receive the help that you need to try to push on and, and overcome whatever it is that you may be you may be carrying. The website is exactly as Lori just said, thehopeforbest.com. There's a lot of great information there. It kind of recounts Dan's story a little bit as well. Um, And there's an opportunity to order the book uh, on that website. I'm also told it is available on amazon.com. And Paul tells me it's in the Library of Congress. Is that right? 
yes, yes, I actually um, was asked um, to have it put in. So, yes, the book is actually in Washington, D.C. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, it really, really is. What a, what a wonderful thing and what an inspirational journey I, I'm sure this was for you and certainly can be for those who read it. So uh, look for it on Amazon. It's called, by all means, Just Say It by Lori Best Yeager. Uh, or just log on to her. And I see it's also on Facebook as well. The Hope for Best uh, is on Facebook and Instagram as well. It's on so you can find media. it. There. It's on social media. Yeah. So thehopeforbest.com. Go ahead, Lori. I was just going to say, and lastly, it, it, it's really, truly important for me to state that the proceeds, um, a portion of them are going to mental health awareness programs in schools. Um, that's why the Hope for Best was created. That's why I wrote the book. Um, because that, we need it now more than ever. Yeah, of that, there was never a doubt. We knew why you were doing this, and you're trying to help other people. And I know that uh, the proceeds will indu- indeed do exactly that. So check it out at thehopeforbest.com. Order it on Amazon or order it through the website or look for her on social media, The Hope for Best. The book is called, By All Means, Just Say It, by Lori Bestieger. Lori, thank you for t- uh, sharing the story. And more importantly, thank you for writing the book and, and thinking of other people in the time of your own grief, thinking about trying to help other people from having to endure that grief uh, by getting these thoughts out in the open where uh, help is available. Thank you so much, Lori. Oh, Bob. Thank you. God bless. God bless you, too. All right, 1054. We'll take a quick time out here. Uh, by the way. Mario just texted me and said three so far. So in the last 20 minutes, three people have bought those tickets. That means there are 13 remaining for the uh, Geauga County uh, uh, Conservative Club Lincoln Day Dinner that is coming up on Saturday. And he needs 13 more to sell it out. And if he gets that, he's going to donate the proceeds from those 16 tickets today to Citizens for Free Speech to defend people uh, against uh, all of the attacks that they continue to suffer including people like uh, our guest that we talked to in the first half hour, first hour of the program, rather, uh, when we spoke with uh, Ryan. So we'll wrap it up uh, right after this on AM 1420, The Answer. All right, 1057, a couple of quick notes to wrap. Got one more phone call I'll squeeze in here as well. Uh, if you want to buy one of those tickets to the conservative uh, Jaga County Conservative Club uh, Lincoln Day Dinner on Saturday, you've got to call 216-520-1977 or log on to giagacccsquare.site, giagacccsquare.site, and you can buy those tickets. Number two, don't forget, starting Monday, spread the word. We go from a two-hour show to a three-hour show. We'll be on from 9 until noon, save for a few minutes of Bill O'Reilly at the end of the last hour. So we'll be a 9 to noon show starting on Monday. That means three hours of entertainment and information and education. So we're very much looking forward to that. Speaking of three hours, I've got three hours today uh, coming up uh, on the Dennis Prager Show. I'll be hosting for Dennis noon to three. You can listen at the uh, Salem um, uh, Salem News app. Uh, let's get a quick phone call in from whom? Christina in Cleveland. Christina, I've only got 30 seconds, but you can have them. Uh, yes, sir. I was calling about five years ago. I felt hopeless, too, and I was contemplating suicide. But I uh, sought help, and I'm so very grateful I did. My life's wonderful. I can't complain. Oh, God bless you. God bless uh, you. So if anybody out there listening, get help. Life is worth it. 
Thank you, Something Christina. You I, I wish I had more time to talk to you about your story. Uh, thank you for calling, though. And God bless you. And I'm so glad you did indeed choose to uh, to save your own life. And I think this book, by all means, just say it will as well. Thanks to everybody. Let's go, Brandon. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.